Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Guys, it has been a hot second. We went on Christmas break and then never really came back. Life has been pretty crazy with me, I'll be honest. So I've been on the speaking grind with Save the Kids, maintaining the Save the Kids podcast, working full-time as a high school counselor, wrestling coaching, and to top it off, we had a kid on January 24th. Our little Jackson Webb made his way into the world, and so it's been a little crazy. And so I may not be back into the full swing of things. I may not be getting back into the once a month quite yet, but I am not going anyway. I'm not I'm not leaving anytime soon. So I'll try to get back to at least a monthly podcast schedule soon, but no promises. I am back today though because I found the coolest podcast and the coolest people that I think you guys would love. Uh, the the podcast show is called The Theory of Thirds with Savannah and Addie. And you guys are going to love the conversation we have. So buckle up. This is going to be good. All right, everybody. We are back. So I am so pumped for today's podcast, guys. Um, Today we have Addie and Sav, the hosts of Theory of Thirds podcast with me. So Savannah, she's a 24-year-old writer from Canada. Um, When she's not training for triathlons, you can find her playing music, exploring the outdoors, and connecting with loved ones. Um, Growing up in Africa, Savannah saw the need for restoring balance and a sense of belonging on the daily bravery back to our lives. Hence, the evolution of the theory of thirds. Addie is an outdoor-loving girl from Washington State. Before Utah, she was living in British Columbia, Canada, where she met Sav and where she worked in a rehabilitation program for traumatic brain injuries, TBIs, um, and for the survivors to improve cognitive skill and overall quality of life. She's now pursuing her dream as a life coach and advocating for the traumatic brain injury community. And together, they have formed the Theory of Thirds podcast. Welcome, ladies, to the show. Thank you. Thanks, mate. I'm so happy to have you guys on. When I saw so. I know y'all because I know Addie's husband, Nick, um, him and I speak together for save the kids. And then mm-hmm. he started posting some of y'all stuff. And I was like, this is actually really cool. Me likey mucho. And so <laughs> I was like, I got to talk to these ladies. Thankfully, thankfully they are still babies in podcasting. So they are not yet so popular. They can't speak to me yet. And so if I would have waited like nine months, though, I might not have gotten a shot. So super glad to have you guys here today. Um, so you guys have quite a ba- have quite the background for Theory of Thirds, um, quite the history. So starting with you, Sav, you're from Canada, but you grew up in Africa. Please connect the dots for me. Tell us a bit about that. They're, uh, they're just neighboring countries. So it's just, uh, you know, quick. it's not even a country. That's so ignorant of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, just we uprooted our lives at 14 when I was 14 and headed over. And um, I was there for all my teen years. And just wow. like with my family doing life, a uh, little bit different than back home in Canada. But that's crazy. And yeah. so 
we mentioned before that growing up in Africa, you kind of saw the need for restoring balance and a sense of belonging and daily bravery. Um, where, how did you realize some of those things growing up in Africa? Yeah, I think that when you are stripped out of your comfort zone and the environment, which uh, you've been born and raised in, I guess, um, you have to learn so many different strategies for establishing a sense of belonging more to a more to yourself than to a place because the place that that feels like home to you is taken away Mm. and then obviously um just going from the west a very you know intense competitive hustle-like culture to the simplicity and also the poverty um, of the african continent it naturally it naturally shifts your priorities and it does make you think twice about the pace of life makes you think twice about like the priorities. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I really saw not that we should go so far to the other side where time is relevant and, you know, we like to too much of the Kuna Matata, but maybe in the middle, there could be like this awesome synergy for success. Mm. And so that's I where that. I kind of started to cultivate the idea of balance, I guess. That's so cool. Um, and then, so, so you, so you, you're in Canada till you were 14 and then you moved to Africa. Yeah. Whoa. And then how long were you in Africa? Um, it was like five years and then I've been back a few times since, but like full-time five years only came out once for my brother's really? wedding. Wow. Yeah. So Dang, like, dude, that yeah, that'll that that that'll show priorities. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a, a lot bit, a lot bit. I was yeah. able to spend a couple of years in the Philippines um, okay. for my mission for the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints, the the Mormons. Um, but I, and like yeah, coming back is like wow, I am such a wasteful human being. Gosh, um, and you really like you, you see those you know those priorities and the the need for balance. I I can totally see that, and then. We got Addie. Addie, you grew up in Washington. So does that that mean you're a Seahawks fan? You know, not big NFL, but with March Madness. Like, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what what is that? No, Gonzaga, though. We were in the Elite Eight, but then. You were. You were. But guess what? A Mountain West team called San Diego State is in the final four. I'm an Aggie fan. I'm Utah State. So anytime Mountain West is doing good, I'm like, yeah, take us seriously. Dang it. <laughs> um, anyway, I digress. Um, so <laughs> um, so Addie, you grew up you grew up in Utah or you grew up in Washington? I grew up in Washington State. Okay. So how did you end up in Utah? Yeah, I was well, I was actually living, like I said, in British Columbia before I moved out here. Um, but my sister was moving to Utah in 2021 it was oh wow and um so I came to help her move and then was like oh I actually think I really like it here and so then met up with a friend and we decided to move here and then I met Nick shortly after say, then so. the hot videographer was a good perk too yeah, yeah. then I was like whoa holy cow <laughs> dang okay and so you were in British Columbia working at this rehabilitation center for people who have dramatic, traumatic brain injuries. Now, you grew to have quite a passion for this. Um, why do you have such a passion behind this part in particular? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, well, so truthfully, a lot of people think, yeah, like that I was out there working 
in the program, but they were actually working with me. Yeah. So I, I so you're a survivor. Think, so I'm a survivor. Yeah. So okay. I, the thumbs up emoji always comes up in my meetings. I just do something with my hands. I don't know, but <laughs> there it is. But, um, anyway, I sustained a traumatic brain injury a little over four years ago. And, oh um, so I had just had a lot of changes happen in my life. And I just really felt like, what can I do to make the most of this life that I've been given? Because I don't feel like it was by chance that right. I survived. And so when I heard about this program up in Kelowna in British Columbia, I applied just like that and was accepted. And it was during the pandemic. And so the borders were closed and regulations were really tight out there. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I felt like it was really meant to be. And um, I like met some of my really just like people that I feel like I really connect and like vibe with really well out right. there You're I mean, people. I wouldn't that if I didn't and so so yeah I just feel it was a really good experience for me to be out there but and and only if you're comfortable with sharing what 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 was your injury what happened um yeah so I was sitting in the back seat of a car uh -oh. and I was ejected out the back window we hit black ice and rolled three times and then hit a tree and i was ejected and so yeah, yeah usually broke, people don't live from that and it was like it, it, when i look at it like it's really crazy circumstances um i still don't understand how it all happened and i don't know when i will but i know that i will someday right um but wow. yeah i just i broke and fractured eight bones and the most serious of my injuries was to my brain and so then i was life flighted to Missoula, Montana. And I was there in the ICU for a week. And then from there transferred to St. Luke's Rehabilitation Center in Spokane, Washington. And I was there for five weeks. And then ever since then, it's just been recovery. And like, wow. it's a process, but I feel super grateful for how far we've been able to come and that I can share the story now. So are we talking like you had to relearn how to talk and walk kind of brain injury? Yeah, I did, yeah. Holy smokes. So I did speech therapy for about six months. Um, and I didn't talk for a good amount of time when I was in the hospital. Well, in the ICU. Um, but yeah, I the physical therapist, occupational therapist, um, speech therapist were all super huge in my progress. Um, mm -hmm. But I would say that even more so than, than them was my family and friends. Um, yeah who have just stuck with me even since like four oh, years goodness. later, they still take me. So I feel very right. grateful. So on one hand, we have someone who in the middle of a very informative time of life, uprooted themselves and moved across to a different part of the world and different country for a solid five years. And then on the other hand, we have someone who survived something that she should not have survived um, and had a bat literally battle her way back to normality of life. And then these two amazing individuals somehow met. Like, how good is God? Like, that's crazy that you two, with your two unique histories, met up and became friends. That's that's dope. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I totally agree. It's like, I just don't believe. This is, there's just so many miracles, I feel like. And that's definitely mm. one of my miracles. So, yeah. Man man and so how did how did how did you guys start the podcast then how did theory of thirds come about 
<laughs> well, Addy is like, Addy is the engine to any car moving. And so this chick. <laughs> she high energy, dude. She high energy. <laughs> she has got the fuel for life. Um, I think I was sitting there. I think we had started a lot of discussions on this topic of like, oh, like there's such a, like things are out of sync. Right. There's, I think Addie and I both have, um, and have like kind of battled with this, our lives, like this persona of like joy and happiness. And with that has always come the pressure to maintain that, that -hmm. type of positivity. When in reality, there are days you wake up and without explanation or reason, you're like, this sucks. It's a bad day. Yeah. It's a bad day. A horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day. Exactly. And so I think we were really frustrated with that pressure of like, We've always got to have it on. And, and then in addition to that, um, we had just like done a retreat with some friends and mm-hmm. there was like all these conversations coming up around bravery, balance and belonging. And so we were just chatting one afternoon and I was like, oh, look, have you heard about the theory of thirds? And the next thing you know, Addie's committed us to <laughs> creating a podcast every day for one month. <laughs> so that is, it went from like an idea to like a full-time job in a day. <laughs> so it's been I great. Love I love that so much. What's your side of that, Addie? I would say, yeah, like this, what, just like Saf said, we had talked about these things for a while and yeah, we, we put on this retreat, um, in January and had women come from, from all over friends of ours. And it was really fun, but each day we had like kind of left it open to being about whatever topic. And the topics that we did end up talking about were those things that we now highlight with the theory of thirds, um, like bravery, balance, and belonging along with like vulnerability. And I mean, I think that that also intertwines with those things. Um, so I would say that we really just have a desire. Um, I know that each of us have been like, I mean, of Sav and I, we've both been in situations where we've felt like pretty isolated and just like, does anyone really understand what this is like? Mm. I mean, I know that with my traumatic brain injury, that that was a huge thought for me. Like no one understands what this is. Like, I didn't know anyone who had a traumatic brain injury at the time, but I just had this realization that we're not the only ones feeling that way. Like we all are, you know, and the only thing that we can really do about that is try to find togetherness and I mean, bring people together Mm -hmm. so that we can learn from one another and also grow together. And that's really like the biggest thing that we hope to do with this is help people to make connections and to continue towards those dreams and, and like live their passion. Yeah. I love that so much. That is so cool. So many of us get caught up in the rat race of life, right? I mean, I speak with Save the Kids a lot and we talk about like social media dangers and like with Mm. kids and all that stuff. But I mean, just humans in general, social media aside, we love to compare. We love to, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, Joneses, X, Y, and Z. And it just eats away at our life. Um, Addie, you recently shared a pretty emotional video where you just let the world know I'm fed up with that pressure. It's dumb. I hate being, you know, expected to be the, you know, the, she's so cute. She's got it all together. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I hear it. Cause like my wife has a lot of same stuff. And I'm like, we do need that balance. 
And I am curious, you, you talk, you guys talk a lot about balance, bravery, and belonging. How did those come up to be your core values? How did those become your, where you're centered on? It's a good question. A really good question. Um, I think there's a really good quote that I'll probably butcher. It's by Mark Hughes. And he says that, like, how can you ever feel comfortable in a place if you arrive and don't feel like you belong? And that is probably, don't ever quote me on that. Because it's probably Mark Hughes, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's dead. <laughs> but um, sorry. <laughs> he might not be. He might be 37. We don't know. And so, um, yeah, I think that that was like really resonated with me because. I think it's also how I know that I've locked into something that I should pursue is the thought keeps coming. Mm -hmm. And I think whether it was a conversation with Addie, whether it was a conversation with other friends or whether it was coming from like the work that I do and kind of being in that industry, I was like, this is a perpetual topic that I see come up. And I think that's a really good cue in life that you need to start responding, whether it's like something inherently within you that is echoing that to, to kind right. of solidify that calling, or if it is an external mass that is, is like, okay, I like everyone is talking about this. I'm not sure which one it falls into, but I just know it was a message I kept hearing. And that is usually the spark that's like, okay, you need to do something about it. And so you guys had kind of, you guys were, you were just talking a lot about those three things, I guess. Just, yeah. it was just your normal everyday, like, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> what about you, Addie? I, I had the same, I had a very similar experience in that people, and this is random, like people from completely different walks in my life would bring up feeling this pressure to be something that they're not. Uh, and they'd also bring up feeling um, isolation and like... I know that that's a common theme, especially after the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that, yeah, like Sal was saying, you have to take action on that kind of thing. I, I also think that a big part of it too was something that has really kind of tried to get in my way is fear. Mm -hmm. um, oh, fear yeah. Fear is the thing that keeps us from doing what we're supposed to probably the most, right? Like we're just afraid of either what other people think of us. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of um succeeding even succeeding yeah right yeah to be in the spotlight and so with that I've had this constant thought in my mind about fear versus faith and especially growing up a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints where we talk a lot about that kind of thing yeah. I've thought about it not just in my religion but in just all aspects of my life where am I putting my faith? And like, am I just going to let fear be in the driver's seat of my life for forever? Even though I don't know what the long-term effects look like with the traumatic brain injury, even though I don't know what life's going to look like post pandemic, like, even if I don't know what marriage is going to be like, but I'm still going to marry this guy who I really love, you know, like it's fun BTW. <laughs> yeah, it is. It ends up being pretty good, but I think that fear is so real but if we can all, I don't know, just like learn how to practice bravery yeah. more. Yeah, that 100%. Everything. I love that. Um, so we've talked a lot. I mean, we've mentioned it several times, the theory of thirds. Um, Sav, what is the theory of thirds? What, what, what is this theory that sparked this sudden 
<laughs> All of a sudden we had a podcast. What, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what is this theory that sparked this? Yeah. So the theory of thirds, basically a concept. Um, I stumbled across it when I was training. Um, so basically it's the concept that a third of the time you're, you're going to hit the highs. You're going to be like flying with the momentum of life and just be in that celebratory state. A third of the time, you're going to probably feel like crap and it's going to be hard and rough and difficult. And a third of the time, you should just be in a state of indifference. I even am starting to find an attraction of using the word like stoicism in that state. Like you're just neutral. You're not reactive. You're not proactive. You're just being able to stay in a neutral state. Stoicism. Yes. Nerd. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big word. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like, it's that concept of striking because I think people say like, oh, there's, you know, you should be happy half the time. You should be sad half the time. Um, I think that's a little bit flawed because it doesn't leave space for the neutrality of life, which I think Uh is where it's in the pause and the reset that we're able to actually like design and reflect and there's a really good, it's really good saying that like accomplishment moves in a wave of three. So it's like the preparation, the performance and the reflection. And if you don't have a space to reflect and to rest, you're just like driving a car blindfolded in life. Right. Cool. So that was like kind of the purpose of Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. So, so when you guys, so when you talked about this with Addie, Addie, what was your reaction when she's like, Hey, this theory of thirds, cause you're, cause right. I'm assuming conversation with someone like, why does life suck? Like, you know, it just, it sucks sometimes. And she's like, well, actually a third of the time. And yeah. then, and then, yeah. What was your reaction there? Let's hear it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was kind of that. I think that even before that Savannah has done a lot to, like really just get out of the comfort zone and just try to like challenge herself. And yeah, so who runs for fun freak. Like, <laughs> she seriously is always going, but the thing that we were talking about was just like wanting to create a hub, like a, what do I even call that? Like a, a page, a center of the internet where we could build a circle where we could grow a community where we could be brave, where we could, yeah, find belonging. And I think that when she mentioned the theory of thirds and I had never heard of that. So when she said that it like struck a chord in me, I was like, what? I think that's true. Like I, that's totally awesome. And then also thought being able to share that, but also have that be a part of this community. It felt like, it just felt so right to me. Like we all need, I feel like the thing that we struggle with the most I don't know if the whole world does, but at least America, I know emotional resilience and emotional intelligence is something that's really hard. Like yeah, I think, yeah. especially with social media and like with all of, all of those struggles, reaction is something that we do a lot more than just responding to things. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, it just felt like it was in alignment with all of that. And that's why I was just like, you know, we got to go, especially with traumatic brain injury awareness, awareness month being March. <laughs> I was like, sap, let's yeah. go. Like it was literally two days away, I think. And oh, man. we were just like, let's make a podcast. And we've been learning since. And um, so cool. But, so but yeah. cool. That is so 
flipping cool because so often we get promptings in life, you know, whether it be from what we feel like is our higher power universe. I don't care what it is. We all get feelings, things that we should be doing at this time. And so often we're scared. We're scared to go and do that thing. We're scared to be kind to the random person at school. We're scared to say hi. We're scared to venture out and do those. But when we respond to those feelings, the enormous amount of good that comes out into the world when we decide to do that is so freaking awesome. And mm-hmm. so when I see people like, you know what? We had this feeling thing. We weren't sure. So we did this huge thing just because I'm like, yes, like it makes me so excited and so happy, too, because like like in your core tenants, you talk about bravery that that's that, dude. You guys are literally practicing what you preach just by having this thing, doing this thing. Like, yeah, Nick is a videographer, sure, but he ain't an audiologist mastermind dude. And you certainly aren't. And I don't know if Savannah knows anything about it either. And so like going into the podcast world, that's new. That's scary. You guys did it anyway. And you're creating this beautiful community. And so on theory of thirds, what do you guys discuss? What are you putting out into the world? Hmm. I, I mean, I um, would hope <laughs> up for interpretation, I suppose. But I think one thing is, is talking about like the topics in a collision, because so often we isolate each one. It's like, yeah. oh, we're just going to talk about bravery in this sense. And then we'll talk about balance over here and belonging over there. And, and any other topics, right? We would talk about like motivation or right. I don't know, yoga, whatever the heck is on the plate for the day. Right. Um, the problem I see with that is like, if we just isolate everything as human beings, we're complex we're always interacting, whether within like our own self and our own opinions or with the opinions of others. So I think that's been one thing that we've really strived to do in like each podcast is in each episode is to make sure that we are like addressing the these these values and these principles in the most real life circumstances and, and not just talking about them in like the most ideal, right? I mean, anyone mm-hmm. can go to the to a monastery in you know Thailand and they'll probably get really good at meditating but our message is for the people who are like sitting in the living room full of toddlers right right the average Jones yeah yeah Yeah. we're not here to talk to talk to the avatar the last airbender here we're (laughs) yeah I don't know what would you say Addie yeah I think along with that we don't want to I think that it's I've seen depression and anxiety be such buzzwords of our day. And they're right. like, they have to, it has to look a certain way in order for it to be anxious or in order for it to be depression. And I think that so many people have so many, just a wide array of different experiences and also emotions that contribute to those depressing and anxious times that I wish that we could have more exposure to those different stories because yeah. I think a lot of people don't know how to define like what it is they're experiencing because they only see the really intense stories of depression. Right. The the trauma highlights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like social media is so full of like the trauma highlights that people are like, my suffering's not bad enough for me to like have a hard time. Yes. 
Yeah, exactly. It's, it's on. Yeah, keep going. You're good. So no, I just I think that that's really what it is. Like we, I've had a real desire to help. I don't know, just to share the stories of the middlemen because I think that lots of times we'll either hear the really the really loud voices or the right. ones who are really popular or the right. ones who have a huge social media following, or we'll hear the stories of the people who've been really hurt. Like they were in a car accident or like maybe they were abused and they were on the news. Right. But, and those are such hard stories too, but I think so many things go on behind the scenes too. And so it's right. like being aware of the whole of all humans of all people you know? right it's hard it's hard to feel belonging when all we see is the perfect people and the people where life was crap and it was like holy holy smokes like wait yeah. so I, I i just had a bad day like my life's not great it's not it's not bad but like i'm, I'm just me there's so many people out there they feel like it, it's just me just me there's no one else that that feels just me when in reality everybody feels like just me but we all we, we all we see is the, like we said earlier, kind of the trauma highlights. That that struck a chord with me, just because me and my wife talk about it often. Because so I have three kids. I have a four year old. I have a two year old, and I have a two month old. And you know they hit different development stages at different times, and and very easily we're like, does so and so struggle with this? And we have to remind ourselves that our hard and someone else's hard are going to be different hards, but doesn't mean that's not difficult. You know, our play to difficult and their play to difficult might be different sizes for us mm -hmm. and for them. And if we looked at their play to difficult, they might, we might be like, for us, would that be hard? But we don't know because we're not in their shoes, but it doesn't mean it's not difficult for them. And so I love when I see you guys sharing your videos and whatnot, you know, your little clip clippets and snippets from your podcast. That's what it makes me think of is, like there is room for everyone at the table, your plate, my bowl, whatever we're looking at here, your life is your life and it has value and mm -hmm. it needs to be acknowledged. And I love that. And I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Thanks. Nate. Reminds me of like, um, there's that quote by Albert Schweitzer. He says like, just the reverence for life. Mm -hmm. And I think we, we live in a world of mass division and just like crazy polarization. And so yeah. it's really nice to try our best to establish a place where it's just like, there's a reverence for life and kind of the motto of like, come as you are. Oh, it's really important. Ah, oh, yeah. Come as you are. Man, guys, I love talking to you guys. I could talk to you guys forever, but alas, I cannot. <laughs> if only, if only. Um, so real quick before before we break out, how can people see what y'all are up to? Shameless plug time. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, they should follow us. We're on Instagram at theory of thirds. So it's just all one word theory of thirds, all letters, no numbers. And that's where you will find also a link to our podcast, which is also called the theory of thirds. And that is available anywhere where podcasts are listened to. That'll be in the podcast description as well. So I encourage you guys to go check them out. They are, they are pounding out positivity into a void that hasn't seen a lot of it in a long time. And so go and check them out. Um, also, make sure to go check me out, bulliesbe.gon. Um, and if you, want, if you want any of us to come talk to y'all about anything, DM us. We are happy 
to chat with you in the comments. Um, always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.